Hey guys, welcome along to Blind Guy Talks Tech. It is Friday the 10th of June and it's episode 125. Today, we delve into Amadeus Pro, an alternative to many of the audio editors out there that we've talked about. And I've bought a new keyboard. You're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, 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 hi. Welcome along. And uh, Sean Priest is uh, somewhere there in Manchester, back in his shed. Hello, Sean. <laughs> Hello, Stephen. How are you? Is, is it nice to be back in the shed? It is. I, I've got to say, it does need some maintenance. It's, uh, it's getting a bit yeah. shabby in here. Shabby shed? I know, it's a disgrace. Well, you know, I've had it all refoamed inside, but yeah. due to the heat and the dog getting in, some of my tiles have fallen off the walls here. So, um, yeah, I need to get some glue and get working. Oh, cool. Um, well, that's good, <laughs> I think. Um, okay, well, uh, that's that's good. That's, that's a little project for you then. That'll keep you busy. It is. A bit of DIY. It makes me feel manly, you know, like I'm... Uh, like I'm uh, contributing to something when, in fact, all I'm doing is gluing bits of foam to a wall. But still, it's a start. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Thank uh, well, you. Look, um, I'm all uh, mad. Your, your shared problems aside, um, I've been buying. So I just want to let you hear something. I'm going to move this microphone a bit, okay? So apologies for the noise. Uh, so let's move this microphone. Oh, then, uh, amateurs. Here we oh. go. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, it's a new keyboard. I'm so excited. Uh, it sounded awful. That's not awful. That's... It sounded terrible. This is brand new. Yes. It has just been launched. It is the brand new Logitech MX Mechanical. Okay. And I have bought the tactile quiet version. It wasn't <gasps> quiet. No, it's quiet. Listen, hang on. No. I'm sorry. If you were a secret agent and you were typing away in stealth mode, then that wouldn't work. It's not, it's not good enough. I can now work in a 1950s movie, um, <laughs> pretending to be a receptionist. Um, that's it. I can do that now. Uh, but no, I, I'm, do you know what? I have to tell you, I think I'm in love. I think this is it. I think this is the one. Oh, come on. Now, have you got your, your Logitech keys there next to no, it? No, I, well... I need a comparison. I'll, because, to be honest... I'll, comp I'll compare it to the Magic Keyboard. How about that? Okay. All right. Okay. Let me just check it's off, because the next thing I don't need is to be... Suddenly stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly we hit record. Uh, right, so let me just, uh, let me put it down again. And this is this is the magic keyboard. Oh, listen to that. It's like the pitter-patter of raindrops. Oh, it's gorgeous. And then the other one. Oh, it's like someone hit me over the head with a sledgehammer. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> oh, do you know, I have to tell you, I... Um, I love the key traveling. I love, I mean, even though it's not, what I do like about it is I can tap the keys while we're on, like that, I can tap the keys while we're doing the show and I'm not hearing anything back. Whereas that Razer one that I bought before, it's like, it's as if the click, depending on the type of the key, sometimes mm. the click is as you press the key and sometimes it's when you get to the bottom when the travel hits the, you know, the, the That's farthest right. point. Yeah. So, I think that one I've got, the Razer one, is more the click as you click the key. The key itself clicks as soon as you press it. Right at the top, yeah. Whereas this one, it's it's a little bit more subtle than that. So, yeah, I do like it. This is the brown keys. I don't know the difference between them all. Gross. There's cherry, there's brown. Yes. Yes. Um, all kinds of weird colours. Um, <laughs> get my colour identifier out from yesterday <laughs> and see what that, I can figure out. It is where that, that, uh, that press point is. So, you know, you've got a bit of 
error almost correction here. So if you press a key, you think, ah, actually, that's the wrong key. You can lift up without it actually activating. Yeah. Uh, whereas with the other one where it's right at the top, as soon as you touch the key, basically, bang, that's it. It's input. So, um, yeah, there is a difference there. And some of them, some people like the different level of travel. It feels like the MX keys that I have, the Mac one, has got fat. That's what it feels like, because the keys ah. are really big, like kind of bursting out like uh, myself. So, you know, um, <laughs> the keys have got fat. It's like a, an MX keys that's had way too much chocolate and a few too many mm. takeaways. Nice. I like it. Are you, Equally are, spongy. Yeah. Are you, <laughs> well, and I, see, that's the thing. It does sound a little bit spongy. It is a little bit. It is a little bit. But uh, in saying that, what I do think is the definition when you're typing uh, it is is really it's there. I mean, when I'm typing, I feel like I'm I know exactly every key I'm pressing. I sometimes feel with these magic keyboards, as much as I love them, the key travel is so short. You kind of did I press that key? Uh, you know, I don't have mm. I don't have keys and words character uh, character set. Yeah. yeah, when it's when it's typing, I don't like that. I prefer to have the word set. Well, you're um, strange. You know, I just, I don't like to hear every single letter I'm typing. Well, you should. I will say, though, it's got this weird set of um, light backlighting thing going on. So you can choose the backlighting you like. You can have waves where the lights just kind of sweep across. Oh. Um, you can have it as you type a key. But, you know, those old, remember those, um, I don't know, I remember something as a kid that used to do something like this where you press the key and it would light up. Um, but it's that kind of idea. So as you type, all the, the keys you're pressing are lighting up. I don't like that. I just I like either. Is it almost yeah. like it? A ghost trail because it yeah, stays lit kind of just thing. after you let go as well. Oh no, it looks cool. It does. I mean, it looks great, but yeah. you know the, the problem Can't is if, see you, it. I don't if care. you need well, if you need the backlighting to find the key, it's not going to work for you, right? Because you, it's not on until you press the key. Yeah, yeah. So there yep, is yep, that. Yep, yep. But um, no, I think this is really cool. So multi device as well, so you can have three devices connected, same as the MX keys of before. Multi and every other keyboard out there. Let's be fair. Well, not well, not everyone. Well, not everyone. Yeah, Certainly yeah. not all mechanicals. Yeah, all the good ones. Yeah, yeah, rubbish. Uh, you can also customize a lot of the keys on here as well. Although the software, hmm, well, inaccessible garbage. Yeah, well, yeah, this is yeah, the problem yeah. with with Logitech, right? So the, every single keyboard feels different. There's no uniformity to, to Logitech keyboards. And even in the software, it's not the software. I, I went off and downloaded Logitech Options, which is the software you would use on most of these devices. No, 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 it's Options Plus I have to go and download. So I went and downloaded that, and it was oh, equally as inaccessible as the other one. Sounds posh. Yeah, well, not really, to be honest. <laughs> it's just another piece of shabby software. Um, because <laughs> look, the truth the truth of the matter is it's not particularly accessible. I mean, there's some parts of it that are, but the problem is you still need slighted help because a lot of the options, it's not so much the setup process. That part isn't too bad. It's the usage of the actual app to get it to do things. That's the yeah. problem. Now, I've said this before with these keyboards. A lot of what you might want to do other than customize the specific F1 to F12 keys, you can do without the software. So for example, if you wanted to lock the function key, you just hold in function and you press escape and that will lock it for you. So that's one thing. The, yeah. the connection, the easy switch as they call it, going between different devices, you can do all that just by holding in the relevant key. It starts flashing, but you don't need to see that. You just leave, hold it in for a few minutes or even a few seconds and it will become available on your other device. The only other thing I find, though, which is a bit challenging, and again, I had to invo invoke, well, it's actually be my eyes I used this one for, it pops up with a number on screen that you've got to type in. Oh. Which yeah. I find this a bit difficult with Bluetooth. 
you know, because yes. you only get so much time to do it. If you make a mistake, you have to go back and round the house and do the whole thing again. Oh, on Windows, it's absolutely terrible. It takes me like 10 minutes. It should be as quick as a few seconds, but i got to get the screen reader to read the thing out and then, okay, what was it? And uh, <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes, even by doing that, sometimes you've kind of lost it because if it thinks that you're typing anything... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It thinks, because at that point, it's like in input mode, right? So it's not, it's thinking... Well, hang on, you're typing in the wrong thing. What you're actually doing is trying to get the screen reader to read out the number to type in. Yes. But yeah. by that very action, you've kind of gone past the point of being able to put in the number successfully. Yeah. Ah, so you did it wrong. Yeah, it's a bit, mm. bit of a nightmare. But anyway, once you get past all that, <laughs> it's a joy. It's fine. Because Logitech, then you don't need any of that, right? Logitech, sort your software out. This is what we're saying, basically. I mean, look, they've had so many iterations of this software come out, and, you know, recently especially, and I think, you know, surely we could get to a point where this becomes accessible, right? So, yeah, yeah. maybe a little campaign. Maybe it's a little time to campaign to Logitech and say, come on, guys. Well, the amount of money you are spending on their keyboards, I mean, yes, they should just do it just for you, never mind the rest of us. I'm more interested in the keyboard itself. That's the truth of it. Once it's set up and running, I'm, I'm fine with it, because after that, no, it's, it's true. Fine. It's true. But, look, it, it does give you nag screens, I, I noticed as well. You, you know, you... Logitech options is, should be downloaded for your keyboard. It comes up on my system tray mm. every now and again. But I don't, really don't want to put it on because it's useless to me. Right? Well, it doesn't, and it also doesn't really do much for you, right? No. I mean, but, but in saying that, the annoyance is if you wanted to set up all those keys to be customized for you, well, you can't. No. Not on your own right. anyway. You'd have nope. to get Ira on to do it. Really, you would, because or, or someone else to do it, frankly. Yeah. Um, and you know that just becomes a nuisance. So but, yeah, 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 we're getting a, a bit down keyboard. on it. Yeah, yeah so I know. I know. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go back to the keyboard itself. So, is this your new favourite? Is it? I just I love the key travel. I love the fact that it is so. I don't know. It's it just such a nice, pleasant keyboard to type on, and it is certainly an upgrade. It feels like an upgrade from the MX keys. Now, there's nothing wrong with the MX keys at all. Wow. Um, but I just kind of fancied the whole mechanical thing to try it. I wasn't even sure if I'd like it to be honest. Um, because my first experience of mechanical, and, and also I should say most of them are tending to be built for gamers. This is not. This is yeah. not built for gamers, so it doesn't have that horrible RGB color thing going on. You do have the backlight, and it is customizable. You can you know change it. They do have also dedicated keys on there for things like uh, mute, emojis, dictation. You know There are specific keys they've put in for that, um, which is handy if you're in a, a, you know, a, a Zoom emojis. call or whatever. Yes, they have an emoji key. Well, they have that on the Mac keyboards as well now. You've got emoji keys. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, yeah. the, the Logitech Pop, which is the more, I guess, the more um, maybe kid-friendly version. Ridiculous-sounding version, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it comes Pop. in various colours. Um, it's like a mini keyboard. It doesn't have the number pad. But what it does have, instead of having, say, arrow keys, well, it will have arrow keys, but to the right of that, instead of large arrow keys, it will have... Um, Emoji keys, like specific emoji keys for the smiley face and for the, you know, if you always no use way. the same emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got all that in it. It's actually I didn't know that was a there. thing. Oh, well, that's terrible. That's society ruined. Forget it. Bring on the meteorite. I think it's fair to say society's already ruined. This is no. this is just us. We are now the vultures, <laughs> you know, picking at the bones no, of what's so, left. If there's a, a specific and dedicated smiley face key, that's it. I, I, I'm not interested. I'm, I'm out. 
that is on the Logitech Pop, which are me- which are mechanical, and that was the one I was going to get. But to be fair, I wasn't that keen on the emoji keys. <laughs> that no. just didn't appeal okay. to me at all. Um, but you know, and we've we've done an episode on emojis. There's loads of ways to get emojis onto your system if you really want yes. to do that. In They're fact, I think the ways that Robert did, uh, Robin did, was was much better. Yes, using the Windows option or the or the Rocket app on Mac. You know, check out that episode. You'll find it on uh, blindguytalkstech.com. You, you, or yes, uh, yes thank you. Uh, so, shall we talk about Amadeus? Amadeus, 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 Amadeus. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the song goes something like that. Put it together yourselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like an IKEA for music in here, isn't it? And here's here's bits. Go and figure that out. Turn it into something. Hey, maybe you could with Amadeus. There you go. That's your first hey! challenge. We've given you a project. Don't see what I did to you. <laughs> The uh, audio editing tool for Mac only, I believe, not available for yes, Windows. It is, uh, and it's interesting because we've been talking so much about Audacity and Reaper. I love and, Audacity. Uh, well, yeah, and uh, so many people tell me to get into Reaper, but I, I haven't because I just haven't felt the need. That's the truth of it. I've bought mm-hmm. Reaper, I've given them money, well bought the app, never yes. used it. <laughs> just no. never really. And I've, I kind of had the, the view that, Maybe one day I'll get into it or I'll have a need for it. And I can totally understand why I would benefit from it. Oh, it's excellent. It's non-destructive. It's powerful. Yeah. You can do video with it. But you know yeah. what? I just haven't had the time to learn it yet. And it's just Audacity's working for my workflow. So, you know, I'll get to it. It's one of those things. Well, for those who aren't interested in getting to it, like me, um, maybe, there's an alternative. <laughs> maybe there's an alternative out there. And Alan McDonald has been in touch with us this week to share with us his ideas on the Amadeus Pro app, and he gives us quite an extensive demo today. Hi everyone, Alan McDonald here. Today I'm going to take you through a little tutorial on how to get up and running in Amadeus Pro. Going to do a little bit of recording and show you how to do some editing, which is always the fly in the ointment when you come to learn how to do these things. So why Amadeus Pro? Well, there are lots of options for which audio editor you can use. There are the higher end ones along the lines of Pro Tools and Logic. Reaper is another very, very powerful one indeed as well, all fully accessible as well. Audacity, very accessible on the Windows side, although on the Mac side, it's a little bit of a hit and a miss with the accessibility on Audacity at the moment. So Amadeus Pro sits somewhere in the middle of all these. And that key question, which everyone asks me all the time, is it the best one? Well, the short answer to that is there is no one size fits all option. For example, I am a Logic Pro user, but I also use Amadeus Pro. During lockdown, I was doing the editing on our talking newspaper for our local radio station. So I was using Logic Pro for all the production side of things but I used Amadeus Pro for the editing. Yes, you can edit inside Logic Pro as well, although the process is a little bit longer, a little bit more complicated, and editing inside Amadeus Pro is a lot quicker and easier, which hopefully I will demonstrate here today, because sometimes you don't need a sledgehammer to crack a nut, as they say. So let's go into Amadeus Pro now, which I've got up and running here with a blank session. Amadeus Pro. Untitled. Window. Scroll area. Now, first and foremost, I want to take you through some of the settings because let's make sure that your settings are matching mine so you can follow on and copy what I'm going to do in this tutorial. So to get into the Amadeus Pro settings, you can either press command comma or your voiceover keys and the letter M to go into the menus, which I'll do now. Menu bar, Apple. Then go to the right. Amadeus Pro. And then down to preferences. Amadeus Pro menu. About Amadeus Pro. Preferences. Ellipsis command comma. There we go. So press view space on that now. Preferences. Sound. Window. Input. Tab. One of two. 
I'm inside the sound settings. I want to go back to the toolbar. Toolbar. In toolbar. And I want to select general. Colors button. Sound selected button. General button. General selected. There we go. And come out of the toolbar. Out of toolbar. Now let's go to the right. Playback behavior. Now this first one here is very important because when you first download Amadeus Pro, it's set to a rather odd setting. I'll show you right now. If selection is empty. Play from insertion point. Now, I have this set to play from insertion point because when you first download this, I will show you inside this drop down menu. Menu. Play from insertion point. Play from start. It is set to play from start. What that means is if you stop your recording or pause your recording at any point, no matter what happens, it will put the playhead back to the beginning, which means you lose where you are. And that can be very frustrating indeed. So I highly, highly recommend you change this one when you first download it. Play from insertion point. To play from insertion point. Play from insertion point. Now moving to the right. If selection is not empty, play selection, pop up button. If selection is not empty, play selection. I can't remember what this one is in default when you move it down, but if you change it to the, what I've got here, then again, you'll be able to follow along no problem. Now, the rest of the settings we really need to look at are the editing settings, which are at the end. But I'm going to go through these one by one just so you can match up with what I've got here. Spacebar rewind sound unticked checkbox. Now, spacebar rewind sound, I've got that unchecked. There are controls for rewind and fast forward, which is very simply the left arrow and the right arrow. So why you'd want to use the spacebar to rewind is beyond me. So let's just leave that one unchecked. Display follows playback ticked checkbox. Continuous scrolling unticked checkbox. General behavior. Extend selection by clicking on boundary unticked checkbox. Create new sound document at startup ticked checkbox. Start recording immediately ticked checkbox. Warn before losing document attributes, ticked checkbox. Use notifications to signal end of tasks, ticked checkbox. Notify only when in background, ticked checkbox. Editing. Here we are now. This is us at the editing section. This is very important indeed. Smart editing, ticked checkbox. Please make sure you have this box checked for smart editing. Otherwise, everything I'm about to show you will not be of much use to you at all. That's very, very important, that one. 10. Content selected edit text. Miscrous fades. Now, 10 millisecond crossfades. What that means is, if you're not familiar, if you make a recording, and let's just say you want to take a little section out of the middle, what happens then is you have a gap in the middle and that will snap the two regions, as they are then called, the start bit and the end bit, together. And what happens then is if you didn't have a crossfade, you would hear a pop or a click. So is that kind of in between the two recordings. So what happens here is with a 10 millisecond crossfade is it automatically fades out the first region very, very quickly and fades in the second region very, very quickly so that you don't hear that popping and clicking sound. And this does it automatically so you don't have to worry about it later on. So a 10 millisecond crossfade is fine for what we want to do here. Length of edit preview. 2.00, content selected edit text. Length of edit preview. What this means is when you have a selection made and you're about to edit it, if you press the E key, which we will come to later, this is the length of how long you will hear a wee preview of what you are about to edit. This is by default set to 0.5 seconds. I highly recommend you put it up to two because that way you can hear a lot more of what's going on round about your edit, just to make sure you've got your edit points where it needs to be. I do believe two seconds is the maximum. So let's come out of the preferences now by going VO home or VO function left arrow if you're on a MacBook as I am. Toolbar. And left again. General. Full screen button. Minimize close button. Untitled window. Scroll area. 
Now, this is us in the main area of Amadeus Pro. So we're on the scroll area. So if I go to the left, just to show you quickly. Volumes. Pop-up button. There's a volumes pop-up button. Also in there, that's where you can adjust your panning settings should you want to push something to the left or to the right. So we're going to the right. Scroll area. Scroll area. I'll come back to that in a second. Limit horizontal scroll bar. 16 bit slash 44.1 kilohertz. 16-bit slash 44.1 kilohertz. What this means is it's the resolution of the sound you are recording. So much like in photographs, if you have a resolution that is higher, you will get a better picture and it's exact same with sound. The higher the resolution, the better the sound. 16-bit and 44.1, which is set to here by default. That is CD audio quality. That is perfectly good at the moment. I would recommend you don't go below that though. If you're recording sound that is going to be used on a video later, maybe change it to 48 kilohertz, as that is the standard for video. But if you do want to make these settings higher, by all means go for it. But be warned that as you do this, the size of the files that you're recording will greatly increase as you go up. Loop playback and ticked checkbox. Loop playback. I think that one pretty much does what it says on the tin. Horizontal zoom. Pop up button. 56.2%. Now, the horizontal zoom might not sound like something a visual impaired person should be concerned about, but it can be very useful because you can adjust by how close in or how far out you're zoomed, how far you can move your markers when it comes to making a selection, which I will come to shortly. Okay, so let's go back to the scroll area and I'll show you just inside. Horizontal loop playback and ticked 16 bit slash 40 limbed horizontal scroll area. That's a scroll area, so interact with that. In scroll area. Eight items, collapses slash expand the graphical view of the track, expanded disclosure triangle. Okay, so I'm going to move to the right. Track name, edit text. Line. You can name your track here one. We're only going to use a single track at the moment. Volume. 100%. Slider. That's where you can adjust the volume of your track if you should so desire. Play ticked checkbox. Now this play button here is if you've got a multi-track session, if you click that, it's the same as hitting mute. So that would mute your track. But as we only have one track, we want to leave that where it is. Playback. Front. Button. Now Amadeus Pro offers you the chance to put things to the front or the back, so if you had a second track underneath this, then you could maybe put some music on it, set it to the back, and it would instantly lower it slightly and it would go behind your vocal. But that's something for another day. Sound effects button. And finally sound effects. They are very handy, but that's getting ahead of the game. So let's make a quick recording and we'll do some editing, which is the key part of what we're doing here today. So, to start recording in Amadeus Pro, the keyboard shortcut you need is Command-R. That will begin recording, and once you've finished speaking, or recording guitar, or anything you may be recording, then if you press the return key, that will stop your recording. One small thing I would recommend, however, though, is when you're about to start recording, if you mute voiceover, because when you press Command-R, voiceover will start speaking, and it will be on your recording. So, what I'll actually do, though, is I'll not mute it at the moment, just so I can let you hear what happens, as a wee example of maybe what not to do, and then that's a perfect thing that we can edit out in a couple of seconds once I've finished recording. So what I'm going to do here is hit record by pressing command R. I'm going to count to 15 and I'm going to deliberately put a couple of coughs and stutters and such like in it. And then I will press return key at the end to stop the recording and we'll have a quick listen back and then we will edit out the stutters, etc. And I've also set up a second microphone so that my voice in Amadeus Pro hopefully sounds a little bit different just for a bit of clarity. So let's go command R now. Record in dialog button 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, Gain level minus 60 minus 30 minus 20 minus 30. Now I've pressed the control key just to stop that talking and now I'm going to count to 15 and hopefully we will be able to edit this in a second. Let's go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 5, 6, 7, 8, na, 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 9, 
10, 11, 12, <coughs> 13, 14, 15. And now I'm going to press return to stop that recording in Amadeus Pro. Sound effects button. Now, one small tip, whilst an Amadeus Pro, sometimes it loses focus. I'm not quite certain why. If you find this happens and your keyboard commands don't work, then I recommend pressing the escape key, as I've just done there. So that will hopefully reset the focus. Now, you can play or stop the recording using the spacebar at any point, or if you want to play from the beginning, you can press the tab key. So I'm going to press the tab key now, and we should be able to hear what I just recorded. Now I've pressed the control key just to stop that talking and now I'm going to count to 15 and hopefully we will be able to edit this in a second. Let's go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, And now I'm going to press return to stop that recording in Amadeus Pro. And there we go, that is what we just recorded. So let's go back into that now, take out the noise at the start, and so it just starts on the number one, which is the first job to do. So again, you can either press tab key to start from the beginning, or the space bar, which is also play stop. And whilst the recording is playing, you can use the left and right arrows. Left is rewind, and right is fast forward. You can either press and hold them in, or just nudge it slightly by pressing the button a couple of times. So I'm going to hit play from the beginning now using the tab key. And I'm going to try and pause it right before I say the number one. Now I've pressed the control key just to stop that talking. And now I'm going to count to 15 and hopefully we will be able to edit this in a second. Let's go. One, two, two, one, one, two, one, one, one. Now that was me pressing the left arrow a couple of times there just to make sure we were just before I said the number one. And then I pressed the space bar, which has paused the recording. So we are paused right before the number one now. So now we want to take out all of the noise before the number one so that our recording starts right as I say, number one. So the first thing you need to do is put in a marker, which is very simple. You press the letter P, that's P for Papa. So I'm gonna do that now. And that's a marker in there just before the number one. Now, one thing you have to do on Amadeus Pro that you maybe don't on other recording systems is you've got to move the insertion point to the playhead. And you can do this by pressing Command Y. Move insertion point to playhead. So what we want to do now is highlight everything from the marker I made back to the beginning of the project. And you can do this by pressing Command and the left arrow. And that will go between the two markers, the one we just made and the start of the project. So Command, left arrow now. Extend to previous marker. So now everything before the number one is highlighted and you can delete that simply by pressing the backspace key at the top right. Delete. Now, if I press the tab key now and play from the beginning, it should start right at the number one. One, two, three. Perfect. I've just paused that using the spacebar. Now, the next mistake I deliberately made was I said the number five twice. So we're going to do something very similar, only this time we need to put in two markers because we will need a marker before the number five and also after the number five. So let's find out where we are now by pressing the spacebar. And once I hear that first number five, I'm going to use the left arrow key just so I can pause it right before I say that first number five. Four, five, two, three, four, five, four, five, four, five, four. There we go. I have now paused that between the number four and the number five. So again, I'm going to put a marker in there using the letter P. And again, I'm going to hit play using the spacebar. And again, use the left arrow key to revert, just to rewind, just to the end of that first number five. 
five, 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 four, five. Now that's me paused it just after I said that first number five using the spacebar again. And again, put in another marker now using the letter P again. So now I now have a marker either side of that first number five and we want to take that out. So again, you need to bring the insertion point to the playhead using command Y. Move insertion point to playhead. So now we have two markers around that first number five and the insertion point is at the second marker on the right hand side of the number five, if you can visualize that. So again, we want to highlight between the two markers, which again, we're going to use command left arrow so that it will highlight between the marker where the insertion point is and the previous one. Extend to previous marker. To delete that, you just press the backspace key. Delete. Now, if I play this from the beginning again using the tab key, we should have deleted that extra number five and the next issue should be around the number nine, I think it was. So let's hit tab now and play from beginning. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, na, 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 nine. Okay, so here's the second issue. I've done a deliberate stutter here on the number nine. So I'm going to restart the project again using the spacebar and using the left arrow, I'm going to rewind the project back a little bit. Then here's a great tip for doing some very fine editing. You can use the up and down arrow keys in Amadeus Pro whilst the project is playing. And what this will do is either speed up using the up arrow or very much slow down using the down arrow, the speed of the playback. This is very handy for doing fine edits. So let's demonstrate that now. 10, 11, 10, 5, 5. So that's me rewound the project back to the number 5. I'm going to press play using the spacebar. Then I'm going to hit the down arrow a couple of times and you will hear the speed of the playback will be greatly reduced. I'm going to press the down arrow about four times as soon as I've hit the spacebar. 6, 7, 8, 9, 6, 7, 8. There we go. And now I've pressed pause just after the number eight. And you can do the exact same thing again. Put a marker in using the letter P straight after the number eight. And now that I've got playback already in slow motion, this should make it very easy to find the point where I say the number nine after a couple of stutters. So again, I'm going to use spacebar to play. And if I need to nudge back with the left arrow to rewind, I will. Okay, so there's three nits before I actually say nine. So I'm going to rewind that one more time and get the insertion point exactly where I need it between the last nit and me saying the word nine properly. Here we go. I've paused that using the spacebar. Now I'm going to put a marker in here again using the letter P once more. And again, bring the insertion point to the playhead. That's a very important step to remember every time, folks, using command Y. Move insertion point to playhead. Now I'm going to highlight that section using command left arrow again, which will highlight between the two markers I've just made. Extend to previous marker. And that should be the nits between the eight and nine highlighted. Now, if you want to confirm this before you delete it, this is a very handy tip. If you press the letter E, this will audition what you have highlighted. This is, if you remember back in the settings, when we changed it from 0.5 seconds to two seconds, so you get a better idea of what you are about to delete. So I'm going to press the letter E now and this will audition what it will sound like after the selection has been deleted, even though I haven't deleted it yet. This is a very handy tool indeed. So letter E. 
6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. That sounds okay to me. I'm happy with that selection. So I can go ahead and delete that now using the backspace key once more. Delete. So if I hit the tab key now, it will start playing from the beginning. One thing to note though, it will still be in slow motion because I have hit the down key four times. So once playback is started again, I'm going to hit the up arrow four times and that will bring us back to normal play speed. So tab first. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Now that sounds okay. So the last and final edit we need to do is the one between the 12 and 13 where I did a week off. But what I'm going to do this time is show you how to move the markers once you have inserted them. So let's get the markers either side of that cough. So I'm going to play using the spacebar again and rewind where need be using the left arrow. And if I need to slow it down, I will do so by using the down arrow and pause again, once again, using the spacebar. 12, <coughs> 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. Okay, so I rewound there using the, re using the left arrow, use the down arrow twice, I think, just to slow it down. And now if I put a marker in there using letter P. And once again, spacebar to play the cough and try and get that other marker just before I say 13. <coughs> 13. <coughs> there we go, a quick rewind using the left arrow and pause. And marker in again using the letter P. And once again, you've got to remember Command Y to bring the insertion point to the playhead. Move insertion point to playhead. And Command Left Arrow once more to select between these two markers. Extend to previous marker. Now let's just see how that selection sounds before I delete it using the letter E. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Now that sounds okay to me. But if you hadn't got the markers in the right place and you wanted to adjust them, you can do so. So this selection we have here is between the number 12 and 13. So you've got a marker on the left and a marker on the right. So think of that left marker of your selection at the moment. And if you use the letters A or S, A will move that selection of that left marker to the left and S will move that left marker to the right. So let's just say I want to move it to the left. So I'm going to press the letter A key a good few times now and that will give us a very fine point of moving the marker on the left side to the left. And then if I press the letter E, we will be able to hear how that sounds. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, now I've moved that marker too far to the left because it'd be cut off the end of me saying the number 12. So to move that left marker to the right a little bit, it is S. So A and S to move the left marker left and right. So I'm going to press the, the letter S a few times now. And let's hit E now and see where that was. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. That sounds perfect for the left marker. Now, the same for the right marker, you use the letters D and F, and that will move the right marker left and right. So let's just say we wanted to move that right marker forward a little bit. I've just hit the letter F several times there. And if I press the letter E now, we can audition how that sounds. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Again, I've moved that too far forward because I've just cut off me saying the start of 13. So to move that right marker to the left, it is the letter D. That will move the right marker slightly to the left again. Hopefully that should be as pretty much where we need to be and we can check using the letter E again. 10, 11, 12, 13, 
1450. That sounds absolutely fine to me. So now we've definitely got the markers in the place we want and selection is still highlighted. We can press the backspace key to delete that. Delete. One last thing we need to do is delete all the noise at the end of the recording, which is a very similar process once again to what we did at the start. So I'm going to press play again using the spacebar and I'm going to pause after I've said number 15. 13, 14. Oops, we are still in slow motion, so if I press play quickly, and then I'll, once the playback has started, I'll use the up arrow a couple of times to get us back to normal speed. 15. And 14, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And again, I used the left arrow there just to rewind slightly, and we are now paused after I've said the number 15, so if we use the letter P for one last marker, and command Y one last time to get the insertion point to the playhead. Move insertion point to playhead. And to delete all the nonsense after I've said the number 15, exact same process, but use the command right arrow. And that will select to the next marker, which is the end of the project. Extend to next marker. Delete. One quick tip actually is you can also select between double markers. So let's just say you put a marker in and you thought I need to delete a little bit more. You can put another marker after it and then press command left arrow and then left arrow again, and that will select to the previous marker again. Or if you're going the other way, command right arrow twice, and you can select between multiple markers. This can be very handy for making larger edits. So from the beginning, let's hear how that sounds. I'm gonna press the escape key just to make sure focus is okay. Sometimes the focus gets its knickers in a twist, as I said. And here is the tab key, and hopefully this should just be me counting to 15 straight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. And there you have it. We've made a quick recording. We've made a few deliberate mistakes. We've taken them out and that's a fairly smooth recording to end on. Now, once you're finished with that, how do you get out of Amadeus Pro? This is also a very easy process indeed as well. Now, if you've got a multi-track session where you've got more than one track going on, you would look for the word bounce. If you're not familiar with this, what that means is it takes all the tracks in your session, combines them into one and spits out the other end and you will have a one wave file or one mp3 file or whatever you choose the format to be at the end. Because we only have one track here, the bounce function isn't available. So what you do is if you go up to the track menu, which I will do just now by pressing VOM. Menu bar, Apple. And you can either press the letter T or just use the right arrow to go across the tracks. Amadeus Pro, file, edit, view, selection, sound, tracks. And then it's pretty much the one at the very bottom from what I remember. Tracks, men, add new mono track. I'm going to hold on to the down arrow and go to the bottom here because I'm pretty sure it's the last one. Convert track to export track, ellipsis. There we go, export track. So I'm going to voice over space on that. Export track, in dialogue, save, untitled to, content selected, save as edit text. And then we can name the track, which I will just call demo one. Selection, E, M, O, demo, one. There we go, so demo one. one. Tags. Tags, tag editor, edit text, back, dimmed button, forward, dimmed button, list menu button, change the item grouping, hold iCloud drive, where, pop-up button. I'll just save that into the iCloud drive just now, that'll do fine. Show less options, expanded, search text field, sidebar, table, iCloud, vertical splitter, list view, table, format, black, dimmed pop-up button, consider all mark and color, start color, black, dimmed pop-up settings, button. Wave pop-up button. Now, this is a very important pop-up button here because this will decide what type of file you want to save your project as. So if I hit view space on this drop-down menu. Menu. Tick. Wave. 
I would recommend WAVE, especially over MP3. An MP3 file is compressed roughly about 10 times, uh, which means you lose a lot of sound quality. WAVE will leave the file exactly as you intended it to be. But just to show you just how many formats you can save to in Amadeus Pro, I will go through a few of them here. Windows Media Audio. Windows Media Audio. Tick. WAVE. QuickTime Movie. OGVORBIS. OGOPUS. Next slash Sun. MPEG4 Audio.MP4. MP3. iPhone Ringtone. iPhone Movie. FLAC. CAF. Bookmarkable AC. Apple MPEG4 Audio.M4A. AF. ACADTS. 3GPP2 Audio. 3GP Audio. Amadeus Pro. And that last one there, Amadeus Pro, that's actually quite important as well because what that means is you can save your session as opposed to spitting out the actual WAV file at the end. If I chose Amadeus Pro, it would save this. So let's just say I was editing a file that was half an hour long, like the talking newspaper I mentioned earlier. I, if I was halfway through, I could save the Amadeus Pro session and come back to it later on. But I want to just go back down and select WAV, which is already selected, I believe. And VO space on WAV. Wave, pop-up button, new folder, but cancel button, save button. And press save. Scroll area. And there we go. I have now saved that file into iCloud Drive. So if I go in, into Finder, I can be able to find that relatively easy. Go into my dock. Dock. Amadeus Pro, open 24 of 28. Finder, open 1 of 28. Finder, open 1 of 28. Finder. Recents, window. List view, table. Out of scroll area. Vertical sidebar, inside bar. Applications. Desktop. Documents. Document downloads. Aroda music iCloud. Expanded two items enclosed. Level 1. iCloud Drive. iCloud Image. Level 2. Now that's me on iCloud Drive and if I do voiceover J. In scroll area. That takes me inside items, the scroll name, area. Ascending order. Button. Group. Name. Ascending order. Mod. Size. But kind. But list view. Table. Mac. Radio 235. ABC. Wave. Waveform. Audio. Now that's one of the files I was working on before. So if I start typing in demo 1, it should take us straight to the file we want. Demo 1. Wave. Waveform. Audio. And there we go, there's demo one. And another quick tip while we're here, if you want to quickly audition any WAV file inside Finder, you can just press the spacebar. Demo one WAV. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So there we have it folks, I hope that was okay for you to take you through the beginnings of Amadeus Pro. One small thing to note however is if you buy Amadeus Lite from the Headersoft website, which is the company that makes it, and you want to upgrade to Amadeus Pro, I believe you can via the website. However, if you purchase Amadeus Lite via the Mac App Store and then you want to upgrade, I think you've got to buy Amadeus Pro outright. I don't think you can actually upgrade from Lite to Pro via the Mac Store. And one other quick tip before I go is if you want to add any effects to the recording you've made, be it some compression or EQ or even some echo or all kinds of things or even a fade out at the end, you can simply do this by highlighting the audio you want to manipulate in the exact same way as I was doing before, a marker either side, command Y to bring the insertion point to the playhead and then use command left arrow or right arrow to go to the previous or next marker. Once you've done that, you can use VOM and go up into the menus and you will find audio effects and underneath that heading, you will find lots of things to play with. Like I said, echo, you can even reverse your sound should that be the thing you want to do. Lots of things to do using the exact same technique. So there we go. That's a brief introduction of how to get into Amadeus Pro, do some recording and especially some editing. It's always editing that is the fly in the ointment. Even when I was learning, believe me, editing was the tricky bit. But with Amadeus Pro, this is about as easy as it gets. Hope that was of some use to you. And my name's Alan McDonald. If there's anything I can help you with, fire some questions my way. Thanks just now.
Alan McDonald there with his demo of uh, Amadeus Pro. Quite in-depth, Sean, going into quite a lot of detail, um, but certainly a brilliant review and demonstration of how that app works. I mean, I should give it a try. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. I, I did use Amadeus when I was on the Mac, and uh, actually, I, th- I find it quite similar in places to Audacity. But then a lot of these actual audio editing programs, there are a lot of similarities between them, but an amazing demo there. Thank you so much, Alan. And you know what? I mean, I, I did try it. There's a few things that, and I'm really glad he's picked up on a lot of the, the areas which I was questioning about using Amadeus. So, you know, this has kind of made me more confident to go in and do it. So, yeah, I think we've got a contender because now we that's it. We've covered everything. We've got Amadeus. You've done an Audacity demo. Yes. Uh, right. Someone else has to do Reaper next. Who's uh, going to nominate themselves for No, not me. Not me. <laughs> Robin? I th- no, I think we should get our Garth, our, our mate Garth, to do it because he ah. he's already done it, hasn't he? He's done he's done tutorials and all kinds. Oh yeah, Garth does. You know, he he tutors in Reaper. He is a Reaper Ooh. star. So yeah, I'll talk to him. Let's I'll twist his arm. But get him to do like a proper from the beginners because that's the bit for me, right? It's always the getting in. And once you're in these things, once you've got the basics, because I found that with Audacity, I certainly found that from the day one. Whenever you've got the basics, that's when you start exploring. Once you know the kind of the layer, I need to kind of understand how the whole thing works. Yeah, and that's what I found with with Reaper could be quite challenging. You know, I was like, hang on, how is this? How is this audio being brought in? And how do I get like if I want to just audio edit a single track of audio? How am I doing that? And you know, it always seemed quite confusing to me. Daunting. Well, it is. I, yeah. I always. I always liken it to, you know, when I'm going into a, a room that I've never been into before. I'm just stood mm. there thinking, okay, I don't know the layout. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. So when it's something like, you know, a new piece of software, it's very much, okay, just someone show me where I should start, where to begin. And then from there, I can find my way myself, you know? So yes, I will speak to Garth. Let's get Reaper sorted. And listen, tell us your thoughts. Let us know what you're using. Um, And hopefully these tools are helping you as well. I know many of you are using Audacity now and sending us audio files and stuff and, you know, sending in your own recordings, which is brilliant. Uh, So definitely keep that going. Uh, As for your emails, I know lots of you have sent in emails over the past week or so. We're going to get into those each day on the show. So as of Monday, probably, we'll get back to some kind of normality. I don't know about you, but I have not felt normal this entire week. I've never felt normal, so it's fine. Well, that is that is very true. But I must say, this week in particular, I think I, I've never experienced jet lag before. I've always been lucky when I've got back from trips. I've always managed to just bounce right back into time zones and be fine. But this week... I don't know what happened to me. I no, just, I'm I exactly the same. It's, it's so strange. Yeah, I could but, sleep and, the whole day and all night. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put that down to the amount of food that I'm eating as well, though. But um, yeah, I, you know what? <laughs> it, we're getting back into it, though. I am feeling better than I did. It's it's strange because you know it's it's. So, I didn't really believe it existed before. I'll be no, honest. No, neither did I. I know people <laughs> always talk about jet, and I've done a lot of trips, but I've never really felt. Je- I mean, I was. I used to come back from trips and be tired for like a day. Yes, that's and right. And then I'd wake up the next morning and I'd feel great. Yeah. And that was it. Yep. Back to normal. But because I tend to have the rule when you're going away traveling, set the clock. I mean, it's hard to do nowadays because watches and everything are all, they, just, they do everything themselves. But try and get it into your head that whatever time you land where you're going, that's the time. And just tell yourself that's the time and get into that way of thinking. And that used to work for me. Didn't yeah. work this time. No. Did not work at all. But then we did cross two time zones in our travels, so maybe that's oh, why. It was just mental. It was yeah, crazy. My, my iPhone just kept telling me different. I didn't trust it in the end. It was lying <laughs> to me, I thought. 
<laughs> and, my, and you know what's funny? My MacBook Pro did not change its time once. <laughs> did it not? Yeah, of everything that changed, my MacBook did not change time. Yeah, that's strange. Which was totally bizarre. Because you think, I mean, it's all update. Uh, it's British through and through, your uh, your laptop. It was, it was in it the was Jubilee mode. It was celebrating the Queen. It was happy. Of course it was. It was playing God, God Saver, National Queen. Queen. Oh, <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, I think we'll not go there. Let me yeah, let's on. stop that. Yeah, let's stop that right now. Love you, uh, ma'am. And also, I've got uh, I've got coffee back. Came back home, realised there was no coffee. Had to order it very quickly. Thank God for Amazon same-day delivery. First or world problems. Would, or this show would not be possible. <laughs> this show brought to you by coffee. Ask your doctor if coffee is right for you. Mine said no. But uh, <laughs> I carry on regardless. <laughs> We're back with the weekend tomorrow. Catch you then. Thanks, Sean. Bye bye. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow. Oh!